Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Zahir. And this is Wani. And you're listening to Relationship. One, being sure of the relationship you're in. And two, like, sure, let's have an open conversation about it. Okay, so this episode, we're going to be talking about being child-free, which is different from being childless. I think we should make that distinction straight mm-hmm. away. How would you explain to people the difference between child-free and childless? I think child-free is a more conscious decision. Um, when you say childless, sometimes it's not of the choosing of the couple or or person that they don't have a child. So it's either um, infertility or other other factors that that lead to them not being able to have a child even though they want to, right? So when you say child-free, it's 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 a very purposeful uh, decision that involves a lot of consideration and a lot of reflecting or self-reflection rather of why you think having a child is not the life that you want to have. Very well put. So the reason why we're talking about being child-free is because Rice Media, yeah, Rice Media, they released a video about being child-free, and the both of us are in it. Mm-hmm. So it's the two of us with two other people, just sat around a table drinking tea and just discussing our choices and our reasons why we decided to not have children in our lives, and the reason why we're expanding this in a podcast episode. It's because we just want to f- expand on what we said in the video. Yeah. Right? I mean, because it was quite a, a comprehensive discussion, but the thing is there were some things that I feel like in hindsight, we didn't have the opportunity to say or in that moment, we kind of forgot to mention it. And of course, whatever opinions that we have during this episode, I would completely 100% our own. Like, I'm not sure how much like, you know, uh, like we're gonna get for like our own opinions about this because it is quite a it's a very personal and for some people it's a touchy subject like this whole decision to have kids or not or rather to not have kids right um and it's a very polarizing subject so it really is our own we're not trying to kind of what's the word impart our opinions or not not impart (laughs) it's a word for it uh, impose impose there yes. you go we're not to impose our opinions on anyone else this is literally a choice that we made for our for both of us and we also made it individually and we have come together and agreed that we are both on the same page but we would in no way kind of like say to other people like this is why you shouldn't have kids and I don't believe you should have kids like you know, if you want to have kids, go ahead. Like, all the more power to you that you you want to raise a child, but it is something that we have chosen that is not something that we want. Absolutely. If we were to explain to people why we chose not to have children for the first time, mm-hmm. right? How would you go about it? Like, personally for me or yeah. as a couple? Yeah, uh, personally for you. Then I'll give my reason. I think... I mean, I'm just going to refer back to the video. I mean, briefly, I said that it it hit me when, like, you know, uh, realistically, I'm not naturally a maternal 
person. I would consider myself a very caring person. I, I believe I do have some level of empathy and sympathy and compassion. But I think when it comes to children, I've never been... Oh, I've never felt the inclination to raise a child of my own. And that stems from many factors uh, arising from, like, say, uh, upbringing, you know, um, not being in a very maternal, very nurtured childhood. And also, I think, I'm not sure, it's, it's, I feel like, and this, this second point only came to me after the interview, mm. which was literally like a little small epiphany I had, like, I feel like growing up, it was a lot of me having to give myself to make other people happy. Okay. To live a life that was to the expectations of other people. Namely, like my mom, you know, mm-hmm. and every and and this carried on till like very late into my adulthood, like like late twenties and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and so I never found what it's like to live for myself or or have a life where I make my own choices or have a life where I am dictated by my own actions and consequences, so to speak, where like I don't have this like uh almost invisible third party telling me this is not right for you, this is what you shouldn't be doing, rather than like, what do I want to do and stuff. So I think when I came into my own self in my 30s, it's like, you know, that's when you start thinking about what you want for the next 20, 30 years of your life. And it's like, I I found myself wanting to kind of reclaim my independence. And that comes at a cost of like not wanting to raise children. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I guess these two factors kind of come into play when it came to the realization of like me not wanting kids personally. I mean, for for me, the reason is somewhat similar. Yeah. Like I I feel like in my past life, I've always lived my life for other people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, only recently. I, I don't know when that realization came. That, you know, I just want to live for myself. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, having a child in the picture wasn't really on the cards. Yeah. And so it's that and a combination of, you know how we're raised to think that having children is like the next step in our evolution as people, right? Like We grow up, we Mm -hmm. get married, we have children. And... I've realized that who am I having children for mm-hmm. if I don't have this strong feeling of wanting one? Like, who am I having children for? And I just thought to myself, like, I'm allowed to just say no to that mm-hmm. since I've already established that I want to be more independent and think more for myself. Yeah. I can say no to the things that I don't really want to do. And I think there was uh, one part where we also asked, like, what would it take? For you to change your mind. And I know it went on a whole spiel and I don't want to repeat what we said in the video. But in summary, I think we both said that it would definitely be the kind of life that Singapore provides, right? Like the policies and stuff like that. Because admittedly, it is very expensive to raise a child here. Yes. So so not being in Singapore was the... Was yeah. the gist of everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was the gist of everyone. But that's not, that's not to say that suddenly if we migrate and we are in a 
you know country which supports family and uh like like work life balance and stuff suddenly we're going to like do a 180 and say like yes we definitely want to have kids i think that's not that's not realistically speaking it's more of like there would be a consideration for it but that will also kind of you know hypothetically we will have to see like if it still makes sense or whether it's something innately that we still want but like there is the opportunity to even consider that yes the opportunity to consider that's that's imp- that's important to say so it's not like a, oh yes we will have it no we'll think about having it yeah yeah and also the fact that we're still in the midst of a pandemic mm. so that's a huge factor for for myself personally mhm like it, how it, so I, I just feel that it's not fair to bring a child into a time where people are still figuring out viruses and and there's new variants coming out and it's yeah. it 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 doesn't seem like there's a end to it in the foreseeable future okay so i i feel i just feel that it's not fair to bring a child in the middle of that so the next thing we should talk about is why people think it's selfish mhm and where it stems from yeah i mean um if you're talking from an organic frame of mind it would be because yeah uh that's at its essence what people are supposed to do right i mean if we take away technology if we take away uh innovation all that all the home uh uh luxuries that modern modernity yeah has brought us right humans are meant to procreate they're mm. meant to multiply and have kids and expand and increase population blah 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 at mm-hmm. its at our essence i guess but obviously you can't just put it into numbers and that kind of sensibility when we are in 2022 we have a pandemic there's a high cost of living there is like stress and burnout and blah 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 there's so many things so we can't just be like um you know we need to have kids cuz like our population is declining mm. you know um and i think also that's why people think it's selfish it's it's that that core purpose of us as human beings so to speak the onus is not on everyone to procreate that's actually a very good statement to yeah i should have about. said that in the video but okay <laughs> never mind i'm saying it right now in the podcast <laughs> Yeah, the onus is not on everyone to procreate. So who the onus on then? No, that's that's what people will probably like push back and ask you then who is the onus on? Mm. If not every single person. As with any new adventure that you want to embark on, there's certain sacrifices that you have to make. Mhm. So really it's for anyone who is willing to sacrifice their current way of life. I guess because mm. because having a child is gonna yeah uproot all that of well not uproot what's this word upheaval huh, yeah <laughs> an upheaval of your lifestyle basically yes that's right yeah yeah and I think the selfish label also comes from the fact that um it's obviously a very familial thing so not more not j- more than just like procreation for population sake is also expanding of your family name like some people it's about you know legacy. Right? That's right. Passing down your DNA. <laughs> Which is what I'm going through with my parents. That's my pressure mm. of yeah, legacy. Yeah. Um and then for some people it thinks that 
uh, I think they think that it's selfish because how can you only think about yourself? Mm. Like, you live your life to serve yourself. You know, that that's the thinking that they have, the mentality that they have, so hence the selfish label. But we have to think about why the generation before us was very selfless in child raising. Mm-hmm. And why it doesn't really... Translate. Translate mm-hmm. to modern times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why were our parents or grandparents very selfless in, you know, like, for example, like, grandmothers or mothers, right? They become family matriarchs. Mm. Like, they raise, like, more than three, four, five yeah, children. Yeah, sometimes eight to ten kids. Exactly. Yeah. That is a huge ask for someone, like, yep. in 2022. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. I, I still actually blows my mind that people in this day and age, right, still consider... Or want to even consider having like more than one or two children. Exactly. Like they want three, four, five, six. And it's like, wow. I mean, just we're not even talking about like mental health or time for yourself. We're not even talking, I'm talking about finances. Mm. How are you financially able to support these kids well and thoroughly and holistically on like sometimes you have only one breadwinner? That's right. You know, it's like, oh my god, and you have a house, and you have bills, and you have everything, your mortgage, whatever it is, and it's like, and sometimes you have a car, and, and I'm like, wow, you, it's either, I don't know, either you are like living paycheck to paycheck, or you are, uh, if you're very fortunate to be very well off, then good for you, I guess, then it won't be an issue, you know, financially supporting all your six kids. But then also lies the question, like, are you then thinking about your retirement? Are you relying on your kid, on one of your six children to, <laughs> to take care of you when you're old? You know, there's just so many questions. So, like, what is your personal safety net when you have that many kids, you know? And at that point, you have to be selfish. I mean, I'm sorry, it's just reality. I mean, unless you are like also very blessed and very fortunate to have raised amazing children who want to really take care of you when you're old, then yeah, then yes, that, that's great. That's amazing. But like, that's not the reality for a lot of families that have a lot of kids. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also parents shouldn't force that on children. Yeah. Force them to take care of them. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, it is the kids that feel obliged at the end of the day to take care of their parents. Right. It's and not because... I mean, it, it's very harsh for me to say this, but really it's because they feel obliged our filial piety more than anything, and it's not because they want to. It's more of like, I can't possibly put my parents in an old folk, so I can't possibly neglect them, or I can't possibly because they are my parents. Mm. And there grows the resentment. Yeah. I mean, we're being like really honest and realistic and it might be very difficult to hear, but I think we have to be really truthful about these things because this is exactly why we came to the conclusion that we want to be child-free because it's not an easy decision. We didn't like, you know, come like together one afternoon over tea and like, do you want children? Do you want children? No, no. Okay, bye. Okay, we'll we'll go along our lives. It's actually... Like I think you can really vouch for like our our relationship, obviously. Yeah. But like we've actually had multiple discussions about this. We have. We yeah. we sometimes revisit this topic just to make sure that both of us are still on the same page. And that's how I think um serious we are about the decision we've made. Like sometimes like I think sometimes every six months or so we'll be we'd 
be like, so are you still sure about you not wanting to have kids? Like, has anything changed? Yeah, it's definitely not something that we avoid. Yeah. It's something that we bring up periodically. Yeah. Because it's important. Yeah. But it's also important to know that whether our feelings change about the matter. Yeah, because it can. And the other person is allowed to have their feelings change because sometimes you go through different phases of life as well, right? Like, I'm sure maybe five years ago, your feelings about um, marriage are very different from now, you know? Like, certain perspectives, for example. Yeah. So, you can't you can't expect the same of, like, your partner when it comes towards something as important as uh, choosing to have a child. It can change from year to year sometimes. And, yeah, so we always have a good discussion. I think that's something that's quite special i don't know i consider it quite special and unique to our relationship because i don't think this is something a lot of couples actively practice like having the difficult discussions periodically has a check-in rather than like a one-time discussion and then we table it forever and never revisit it yeah and then when things actually happen you're like "Mm, i don't feel yeah and then you'll be like why didn't you say anything yeah you said, yeah, but I thought, you know, we already discussed it and you didn't, like, you know, say anything either. So I thought you didn't change your mind, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's yeah. all these assumptions. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, I did a whole segue into it. But, <laughs> 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 but yeah. So I think essentially these are the reasons why I feel people think it's selfish for couples or individuals to not have kids. Mm. Would our sentiments change? If we are childless, so meaning we are unable ah. to have children rather than we choose not to have children. Oh, that's such a really weird question. Mm. Because like, you know, they always say you want what you can't have. Yeah. Damn. Wow, now I have to imagine myself being barren, mm. which is like, I can't imagine that. Uh, I don't know how to, how I would have to put myself in a position of like, oh, I really cannot have kids like biologically my body isn't able to produce kids. Uh yeah. I, I assume it will bring up different wants, right? Yeah. yeah okay, like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna create a hypothetical scenario. I'm gonna try my best to really imagine like I cannot have kids or like rather we we are unable to conceive, right? I think there will be a period of grief because we are always in this constant discussion of whether we want kids along the way, right? So that means we are open to the possibility. We have not come to a discussion where we're like, this is the end for us. We are never, ever, 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 ever. We haven't, we've never had that kind of closure to a discussion. So that means it's still up in the air. But for now, right, right now, we don't want, right? Mm-hmm. So if one day we were, go to, we were gonna get tested and everything and the doctor said that we are both infertile or one of us is or whatever it is, I think there will be grief because that means that is the end of the discussion. It's it's on the same level as us getting um, irreversible uh, surgery, like yeah. me getting a vasectomy and the woman's equivalent. Yeah. I still can't remember what the name is. Okay, we need to really find it <laughs> because we always... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah. So I think there will, there will definitely be a period of mourning. And I'm not going to lie, I think, actually thinking about it is quite sad. It if is. we actually do get tested and the doctor tells us, like, you can't, I'll be actually, like, a little bit devastated. 
because that means there is that that hope that the possibility is no longer there. And right now, whenever we have the dis- the discussions, there is that hope. Like mm. if we want to, the option is always there on the table. But now that it's not there, it's like, wow. Like your perception towards not having kids is not because of a conscious choice. Like that choice has been taken away from you. But I think with that said, then I will have to work through completely embracing a child-free life. But I would really, I think, put myself into things that will really give me a lot more fulfillment. I'm not saying that I don't do it now, but maybe there are some things perhaps I take for granted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you, are, I'll, I think I'll be even more invested in like, okay, so then I will definitely do, yeah, I will find find things, avenues, activities that will really give me fulfillment. Become a preschool teacher? No, I can't be a teacher, full stop. <laughs> I, I don't have that kind of patience. But yeah. Yeah, but that is a very good question. How about you? I'll turn you around. If I found out one day that I'm infertile, yeah, uh, I think I would go through a stage of mourning as well. But I'm a little bit more hopeful because if I do still want children, I'll still look down the avenue of adoption. Mm. But I think everyone knows like adoption isn't really that easy mm. going through the adoption process and all as a well i wouldn't say it's a last resort but my next option which is what we spoke about in the video was that we will tap into our community mm. and the community can mean your immediate family like you have nieces nephews mm. yeah godchildren mm. and also like your friends so in that sense we would never really be alone. Yeah. Or just like not being around the presence of children. Mm-hmm. So we, we just have to settle with the fact that we may not have blood-related children. Yeah. But we are with a community. So it, it's not giving love to our child, but... But we have love to give regardless. Yes. And, and it's to people who may need it a little bit more than others. I yes, like it's, they, 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 yeah. Yeah, like focusing on love elsewhere. Mm. Right. And we also talked about capacity. And since we cannot hold space for one of our own, we can hold space for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's really something that we should consider. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that we really uh, echoed um, almost like unanimously in the video. We were saying that a lot of people think that people who don't want children are like heartless they don't have Mises, love. Just like they're permits. very selfish. Like yeah, they are like you know they just want everything to themselves, and they are quite almost cruel or like a lot of hatred. Very bit- you know what I mean like all the negative kind of like insinuations and stuff. But actually, we have a lot of love to give. We just love ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we love our. Okay, this sounds also very selfish. I know the way I'm phrasing it, but we love ourselves enough to know what we really want and to honor that and to know how much we can give to another life to another like to raising another person 
And for all the reasons that we have mentioned in the video and in this podcast episode, like we know there are just some things that we're not willing to sacrifice or we are unwilling to give. Mm. Hence the choice not to have kids. Well put. Yeah. So it's not from lack of love. It's like we we have so much love, but the thing is that we are choosing to put that love into other avenues. Yeah. That yeah might be selfish to you, but but I also don't think that us not having children harms anyone else. I mean, just at the end of the day, like how does it affect other than our parents' disappointment, maybe? <laughs> but it doesn't hurt. Like there's no physical harm by not having children. Like we're not hurting anybody unless it's feelings. But y- you have to think bigger than that. Like, come on, people. Like, you can't just be like, oh, have kids so that they can take care of you when they're older. Have kids because the family needs to grow. Like, yeah. You need to be more critical in your thinking. <laughs> and and that's also why I wouldn't openly declare that, whoa, being child-free is awesome. But I, I won't. Mm. I won't do that because I see what pro-family rhetoric does. Mm. And, it, and it just makes people feel bad. Like the people who chose not to have children. You just, you just feel bad. And I don't want to put that on someone else. Mm. I don't want to make someone feel regret that they had their children. So I wouldn't like, hey, child's But you know, great. that's the ironic thing. Mm. Most of the time, it's always one way. Like people who choose not to have kids, right, will never go to another couple with kids and say like, oh my God, like... I'm so glad I don't have kids. Like, oh, your, your kids are really blah, blah, blah. I think they wouldn't, like, I don't know which cruel person would go to, a, like, a family and say, like, ah, oh, this is why I don't have kids. Like, uh, you know. But then it happens the other way, where, like, people who have kids really advocate for, like, a family of five, and they really do it with, like, burning passion. They're like, mm. you should have kids. Like, they will make you realize, yeah, you have so much more love to give. They are, like, the blessings of your family and go on and on and on for whatever reasons. And it's, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, we don't impose our beliefs onto people with kids. I don't see why. <laughs> The people with kids are kind of like guilting us into having kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the insurance agent upsell. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't get money. You just get children. Who take away your money. Your children (laughs) eventually will give you money out of... Oh, really? You're betting on your children (laughs) to give you money when you're older. That's also the reason why you should never have kids, people. Mm. See, this is what people who don't have kids would never go and like, yeah, so you know why having kids also also like has all comes with all these negative things in your life. But that kind of brings us to the whole like wanting to strip away the label of selfish uh, to people who choose to not want kids. And I don't think this was mentioned in the in the interview, but I, I said it like off record. Like I, I, I think this whole label of selfish is so icky because um, yeah. I, how is it selfish when we are thinking more critically and seeing the bigger picture or at least we're trying to see the bigger picture of why we don't want kids like overpopulation global warming um rising cost of living uh what else we're still in a pandemic um mental health like we're we're putting we're considering so many 
facets of one's life and you still think that was selfish. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The decision of having children is not as if, you know, have children and everything will fall into place. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Everything needs to be planned for and we've planned so much of our lives like for our own well-being and the decision to have kids shouldn't be done on a whim. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, I, I just, this, it's just a label of selfish. It's, it's a little triggering to me when someone says that like, you not, not wanting to have kids is a selfish act or it's a selfish decision. I'm like, there's so many other selfish things I could do, but not, ha- not choosing to have kids is definitely not one of them. Like, are you raising your kids for me? Are you feeding my kids for me? Are you paying for my kids' school? Are you carrying my kid for nine months? No, I'm the one who has to do that, right? And I'm choosing not to because I know that I'm unable to for whatever reason. That's also like none of your business, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when you tell me like, you have to have kids because one of the silliest ones is of course like, you know, you should be a mother the whole... Oh, right. Imparting the whole parenthood thing on people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, being being a mother is the most priceless gift in one's life and i'm happy for people who choose to be mothers yes yeah. of course it's been a blessing then amazing i'm so glad that you feel blessed <laughs> like really and i'm not saying this uh sarcastically to anyone out there really if you have found your calling and your s- true self right being a mom right that is an incredible journey to to have to be able to say that i have found my place on this earth is to become a mom because that means you have found your place but some people just don't you know uh, and not, some people yeah. can be amazing with children and choose not to have kids it's, it's everyone has their own journey yeah 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 so before you if you ever come across another person or another couple who chooses not to have kids please do not call them selfish like I think you are really dumbing down yourself the minute you speak those words to them because you're not thinking from a much larger perspective you're not thinking about their own very personal reasons or their personal motivations or maybe it's because they've had trauma you you don't know that's the thing like yeah but for me it's it's quite a triggering thing when someone calls it selfish like i get really angry Mm -hmm. but it's just me ranting anyway (laughs) yeah but they're very valid points yeah but I mean, it's true. Like really, if you, you find joy in your kids and the absolute like bliss being at home for your three kids and or, or like being a homemaker or even being a working mom or being a caretaker to so many people in your family, then really, it's really more power to you. That's amazing that you can do that. I, I think it's not easy. For sure, it's not easy. It's a huge sacrifice. But you are more than happy doing it. You know, yeah, but I just don't think I would. I don't think I would be happy doing it. Mm. Experience varies from people to people. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've shared enough of how we feel about having children. Mm. If you haven't seen the video yet, you should go and look for it under Rice Media. And we'll definitely link the video in the description, of course. And yeah, that's it. So this is Zahir. And I'm Wani, and I'm so sorry I got so passionate and worked up about this topic, but it's because 
I don't know, from a woman's perspective, it's it feels like uh, a lot more weight is given to the woman in when it comes to planning parenting. Like the whole like childbearing role. Absolutely. Or child rearing role. Yeah. That's right. Which is a whole nother topic altogether, but yeah. Oh yeah, we should <laughs> definitely expand on that. So yeah. And this has been Relationship. Yeah. Bye.